no, no, no. Don't adjust your, your station. Don't adjust it. This is not a glitch. This is not a replay. This is this is actually us. What, what day is this? September 22nd. Oh, my gosh. Where the hell have we been? You know my motto. Never on schedule, but always on time. I, I, I like that. I, I love that. Yeah. Where did he get it from? I don't know. It ain't mine, full disclosure. I know, because I, I, I gave it to him. I gave it, it to him. It resonated with my spirit. Yeah. No, it resonated with you, period. <laughs> Jeff has never Story been the the brother that's on time. Je- Jeff's always been, yo, let's go play ball. And Jeff would be like, yeah, yeah, I'll be there. I'll be there. Two hours later, I think the that resonated over. <laughs> No, I'm fresh. This is He's fresh. Everyone's dead, bro. Oh, game man. over. When you give two people you give people two hours head start, you know, when you show up and your skills are a little rusty, bro. like Michael Jordan, right? Because everybody's in slow-mo. So, so that's the, that was the, uh, the science was behind the play, it. I got man. it. That, that makes sense. That makes sense. But, yeah, you definitely live by that model because it's like, damn, Jeff, it's like when it's weeks involved, you're like, hmm. <laughs> Today your own time, though. Today you're on. Yo, yeah. he's on time today. Yeah. I'll give him that. Yo, I'll give you that. You, you know, you you prompt it's you progression. It's you progression. Pr- very prompt when it comes mm-hmm. to certain things you're very interested in. You know, Sports. Yeah, yeah well, it's growth. Not so much. No, it's growth. I, I, you know, my daughter, she has this thing. She'll be like, Soraya Monday doesn't really know how Soraya Friday will feel. And I thought it was such an interesting concept. And I try to think about it in that approach. Like, like mm. Jeff of. 2015 um, I'm hoping I'm a better version of that Jeff at that time wow progress yeah it's progression definitely Uh, nah that's awesome I mean he's no longer hours late he's just like a couple minutes minutes late I like it listen (laughs) it only took it almost took a decade only took a decade listen you gotta crawl before you walk now you do if you ain't growing then you know what it's it's a problem nah you you do kids teach you that's what I've learned you being a parent kids teach you stuff uh, really make you look inside yourself and, and, and you know self-evaluate they do and take away you know you can't um what do they say it's not what they say not what they say what they do right yeah yeah right so so uh-huh. basically when you tell whatever you tell your kid you got to make sure you're backing up because they are watching, watching. you they're the they're the the uh hallway patrol they're the talent tellers so they'll tell you about yourself if you mess up no you spot on like quick sidebar like this weekend my little one he had a party mm-hmm. and so we go to take him and he's taking his cool sweet time yeah he's like yeah, i'm gonna show up fashionably late well, he got there fashionably late. Everybody's on this party bus waiting for him. So you know, my wife's in an uproar, like, why does he do this? And I try to tell him, I'm like, we can't knock this child. We're late everywhere we go. <laughs> what was that model he was just saying? <laughs> Yo. Say you cannot erase 15 years of bad habit in one night. I was like, you know what? This is a lesson learned for everyone. Oh, my gosh. That's that so way. crazy. Yo, is Sage is 15? Sage is oh my. going to be 15 in a week and a half. Unreal. So you have how many kids? Two. Two. Unreal. So my daughter's going to be 17. Um, on Friday, okay, and little man is going to be fifteen the following Friday. How about that? That's yeah, that's like almost empty nest. Are you, are you guys at that state where the kids are no longer home? They're hanging out. They're going over here. Uh, well, you know what? It might have been different had it not been for COVID. Yeah, and not only that, we're pretty close knit as is. So we've always been kind of funny about who you're hanging out with, how long you're hanging out. Absolutely. With them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I'm I'm trying to put them out now. I don't know about almost empty nest. I'm like, yo, we, we, y'all want to get a job? I mean, hey, time y'all ready yo, to get this shit <laughs> we, got, we got plans for your room. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, this happen, all right. You guys are consistent too. You guys are consistent in the birthdays. If you notice, yeah, yeah, right yeah, around they, each other from they, each other. We, we, we they plotted that, man. They planned that. No, not at all. We just, we just tend to celebrate late in the year. Nah. <laughs> December's a good month. Plotted <laughs> it. Oh my 
ass. Plotted. She was like, yo, you know, she's probably one of those people like, yo, the ovary thing, she had the calendar and nah, stuff. So think about it, though. We Hold me upside down when we're done and let the <laughs> gravity take over. Outside of Christmas and New Year, yeah. it's just a festive time. We have both our birthdays and we're two days apart. So literally, December is a festive month. Wow. And when's your birthday? The 14th of December. And she's the 16th. Wow. Destiny. Man, destiny. What about you, Ray? Are you? I'm giving these guys too much information. I'm sorry, nah, you, yeah, I know your government name and everything. We, yo, they already got your your social security. They got everything. Driver's license. What about you, Ray? You ready to have the empty nest eventually? I'm gonna say, right now, my kids are. Ray just got into high school. Yeah, Andrew just got into middle school. So, I got a little bit of time and. I just started playing ball with Red LA Fitness. Yeah, okay. Taking your spot. Taking my spot. I already told you, bro. Ain't nobody taking my spot. When Jordan hung up his his shoes, who took his spot? They still trying to figure out who took his spot. Shit, Kobe didn't hit a, uh, you know, crash in a helicopter, and they still trying to figure out who took his spot. Come on. All right, but, but as you were saying, go ahead, go ahead. But so, I, I'm just. Blasphemy. I, I uh-huh. really am enjoying, like, this this middle school, high school thing. So, uh, yeah. I'm not ready for their emptiness yet. You're not ready for that? No, I mean, we just, like, we're at a, we're at a stage right now where we're kind of bonding. Okay. As far as, like, because they're boys. So you guys you guys are having that that uh, that father and son, son. type of thing because you guys are not too far as far as age range. They're understanding things that you, they, they couldn't understand. You couldn't, they couldn't relate to before. Yes. I, yes, I would say I would agree with that, that we are kind of in that stage where okay. we kind of have the same similar interests. We all gotcha. can get along. We all can see my, my viewpoint. I can see theirs as well. We can communicate better. Yeah. So it's, it's a good space to be in. It, it is. No, I'm enjoying that. It's absolutely wonderful. So in a house of girls, it's like, I don't get that space, but uh, <laughs> Kate and the girls get it because they, you know, they relate to certain things and I, they hear certain, I don't hear certain things, but they have the boy talk. They have the, the, the nails and the hair and all that good, good stuff. But me and the dogs and, and cat, we, we chill. So you like the odd man out? The odd man, yeah. Hey, I'm the you I'm, get your mani petty and hang out with the girls for a day. Nah, Not a common thing. Ah, uh, no, all right. Nah. <laughs> nah. Yo, I think I've 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 uh, abandoned. I've aborted the metrosexual thing. <laughs> I left that thing back when it was kind of newish. When it was still fresh. Yes, when it was fresh. Now it's just like I don't know. I don't know if you metro. I don't know. This is. Um, you know, it's like you escaping into the deep end. Yeah. You know. I got you. So you're like, I don't know. So now nah, I'm good. <laughs> like, I'm good. But uh <laughs> other than that, no, but I, I mean I'll go to a chiropractor any day. Hey, that sounds good to me. Or oh, Masseuse. That's a, that's cool. Ah, that's just good physical upkeep. Or facial. I'll do a facial. But nah, not you the hands and do the, a facial? I get it. I get that, that's metrosexual. On the, on the eyes too? That's metrosexual. You know what? Uh, let's ch- let's, foam. let's just change the the, right, the, right, the, right. the, the <laughs> topic. This sounds disgusting yeah, and gross. Yo, yo, yo. Okay. I got one a couple years ago. Yo, don't listen to it. You know what he's doing, right? <laughs> no, no. So, he's so being he's yo. You, you being nasty, bro. Not, so Raymond, nasty. No, I'm not. I wasn't even taking it there. Thank but, you. But. Yo, it's like Brokeback Mountain. I know what you're doing. You ain't fishing up in that creek. That Brokeback Mountain. You nasty. You nasty. <laughs> Raymond's nasty, guys. I, no, I will say this. You know, you some of these things, you know, by normal men's perception, it okay. feels very, uh, you know, girly, or if you want to term it metro, whatever. But the truth is, you know, I got one as a gift one time. I got a it was like a facial massage uh, 
manicure. Right? Okay. 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 All right. Won't lie when in feeling very uncomfortable. But when I tell you this woman massaged my hands and gave me back 10 years of youth, I was like, I'm sold. All right. The facial thing, it didn't really do much for me, but like, you know, she, she basically massaged my hands, yeah. like, my cuticles, did all of that. That was a little bit extra, but the hand massage alone, it was like, yo, I, I, I think I'm ready to marry this woman. She was like 65. Wow. That's crazy. That's crazy. She was good with her hands. That's good. That's good, bro. I mean, I give kudos to you too. You ever had, you, you've had a petty, right? And petty. To confirm hand to hand massage, right? Because you know. Nah. Me I know, dude. Yo, Ray, Ray's nasty. Really this dude, yo, Ray, yo, I'm waiting for that. That look was like you did not specify. Dude, I'm waiting for Ray to be like, oh, you talking about happy ending? Yo, nasty ass. Ray, you nasty. I just never had a facial before, so I was just wondering about it. And that, Ray, hey, you brought it up. And so I just had to Bro, ask. every time you yeah. say it, I don't know if it's your accent, but it sounds really dirty. It's not like you yeah. it sounds very explicit. No, I, He's I, like, I never had a facial, but you guys had whoa, bro. I don't uh, know. No, I'm, I'm I've been in that spa. You talk about spas, right? That's all we talk about is spas here. It's, Nasty. It's weird, but it's cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, again, I haven't had one done since, but you know, it was it was an interesting experience. It was pretty good. It's relaxing, man. Um, definitely, it's uh, it'll relax Would you. Would you go back for it? Would you go back for a well, facial? I mean, I haven't, and that was like ten plus years ago. So oh. it's just it's not really my thing per se. Reggie, what? Yeah, yeah. My today? my uh, sister in law does it. Yo, we were going to her. She does facial. She does the Michael Derman stuff. You know these terms that mm-hmm. Kate mentions to me. So yeah, uh, I've. Uh, Definitely, man. Like I said, it's relaxing and cleans out your pores, especially if you play ball and stuff like that. You sweat, you work out, man. You don't even realize when you shave and stuff, you're, you, it helps exfoliate your skin because you get us as uh, black men, we get ingrown here. We do. So it helps exfoliate and take that dead skin off so you're not growing in there. So, hey, there's, there's, there's benefits to it. Like I said, hey, just like we talk about mental health and everything, these are things that we need to start looking into as men of color. Um, that we. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we take care of the, the the muscle side of it, but yeah, we don't take care of the soft side, like the mental and and like I said, the face. Just a cousin that's supposed to come on the show that didn't come on the show. Uh sister in law, sister in law. Yes, brother. She she was one that's supposed to come on the show, didn't come on the show, and uh, maybe she will this year. I don't know. We'll see, man. It's been a rough, rough, rough couple of months, man. Since uh, yeah. So uh, with her. Uh, yeah, you. Uh, the girls told you, right? They mentioned uh, something about your family. Yeah, yeah, about my brother-in-law passing. So he passed. Uh, Sorry to hear that, man. Yeah, thanks, man. He passed. Uh, Jeff, no, he passed on the third of uh, August. So, mm-hmm. yeah, man, life is. Uh, it's you know, not promised. No, nah, man, it's not promised. And and you know the the beautiful the beautiful thing about him is he lived this this um. You know this this fearless life. He tried anything and everything, and and uh, the crazy thing about him, man, you never heard me talk about him or Kate because he was just so humble and down to earth. The dude was like, you know, a, a, a you know superstar athlete in high school, but he never. But when you play with him, you'll never act like that. He would always downplay it. His dad would always talk up about it, and uh, he was a, a a podiatrist, and and you know he's a doctor, foot doctor. You talk to him every day, you know, you, you see him, you talk to him, you'd be like, hey, you know, you'd be like, oh, you know, how's work or whatever, you know, you like, oh, it's just busy, whatever. He would never, you would never know he was a doctor. And that's the mentality he had. You know, he would always talk to you down to earth. He would never put his title over anything. Mm-hmm. Didn't tell anyone to call him doctor. It was it, it, one of the great stories that they had at the, um, the eulogy 
at the service, you know, they had the office managers there and they were saying how they, they would introduce him. Oh, this is Dr. Hensel and da, 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 whatever. Right. And he turned around and said, no, nah, it's just Matt. So that was, he, he would tell his patients that and just make it personal because he never stressed that. I mean, his parents would say this and this, but, or, or his wife, but you would, you would never know he was a doctor because he didn't act like that. He wasn't arrogant. He was down to earth. He would still look for the deals. <laughs> you know <laughs> what I mean? He looked for the deals, uh, you know, uh-huh. uh, streaming services. No, I'm kidding. Um, stuff like that. He was just very down, down to earth. So, Sounds like a very stand-up guy. You know? Yeah, very, very stand-up guy. And he was, he was uh, reserved and quiet. I mean, he let, he let um, what, what, what was it, one of the best quotes? He didn't say anything. He didn't, he only said, something when it had to be said or, or spoke when it, you know, so anything when it he was s- needed when it was needed. Yeah. Yeah. So it was like anytime he spoke, it was, and then when he said something, it was, it was, had to be, uh, important, had to be important or, or, you know, his input or, or if it was a joke or something, um, they said he talked, you know, if he talked to you, he liked you. And, and, okay. and, and if he didn't talk, it's just be, because he didn't click with you or he was very observant. So, so were you guys, were you close to him? Man, we were close to a degree. Like it, it, it's funny because his personality, I didn't know. I was like, I was told Kate, like every time we go over there, I'm like trying to, you know, have this bond and, 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 you know, from his, his wife, Alma to, uh, Kate, she was like, no, that's just how he was, was with everyone. He just is like that. Not, not real, real super talkative, but he would. And then I didn't realize it. I was like, damn, you, you know, only time you talk to me, I was like, you know, you come to realizations after things happen, right? So you're like, I'm like, damn, I should have been like more so interested in in, in talking to him. Hey, what's your most difficult procedure you had to do or, or whatever? And then I'm like, all he would talk to me about, and I didn't realize it was shows, movies. And he'd be like, oh, you need? Did you see this, Reg? Did you see this? Oh, the acting, and I didn't realize that was his way of relating. Yeah. To me, yeah. it didn't. It didn't click. Click. Yeah. All we did was, you know. Because I was just like, oh, okay, yeah. I was like, yeah, and we just would talk about that. But I didn't realize that was him forming a connection. It's crazy because right. you're trying to form a connection. He's trying to form a connection. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know what I mean? So, you know it in, in hindsight, but, you know, it's, um, so, you, you know, it's it's rough. I mean, uh, how old was he? Only 47, man. Oh, my That's goodness. Crazy. Accomplished 47. And like I said, you know, it's just unreal because it made me come to real you know come to reality like hey man whatever we've done on this earth the only thing we're leaving behind is who you touched and your titles and everything are are gone with it that's it's it worthless. it's worthless exactly your titles none of that stuff means anything it's relationships it's the connections you built that actually last the longest when we're gone your mansion's not going to matter it's going to be owned by someone else your cars aren't. I mean, they're all going to be take your clothing. Even your clothing is going to be gone because it's going to be donated or whatever. Someone else is going to wear your stuff. The only thing that you're going to have is the legacy that you leave behind with the relationships you you create. You know. Yeah. So that just touched me. Like, you know, it touched Kate because she's like, yo, you know, I'm, she wants to start taking more challenges and stuff like that, and 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 live like her brother lived. He took risk. He took, you know, either with vacations. He took, you know, he 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 just with things with sports or whatever he took risk like he was a he was only five foot eight but and he was a quarterback and you know they said he would uh, one of his uh cousin dave said yo i remember um him being young in high school and, and little this little guy he was only like 140 something pounds playing 
varsity football right and getting trucked by whatever big guy and 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 he would just get up fearlessly and and it would dust him off but it was just his umph he would just keep going no matter what he had no fear in him mm-hmm. and a lot of it they 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 credit to him how he was raised you know like you raised with that love and i mean us in the community the the black community I, i've noticed things being in a uh, biracial relationship right i've noticed seeing that because when I met Katie, oh, it was just so weird. Like weird to me. Like you and Jeff and I can. Jeff's gonna tell us we make jokes. The black community, you know that we make jokes. This, our way of giving love is the yeah. Showtime at the Apollo. Yeah. It's like we crack jokes. It's it's deaf comedy it's, jam. It's, it's within the culture. Yeah, it's in our culture. Like yo, we tear you down because we love you. Sometimes, it's, sometimes it's icebreakers too. Yeah, you know? it's icebreakers. Then it just turns to yo, we picking ice there, yo. <laughs> yeah. It's sculpture. It's it just it, it it's just. Our way of giving love, like, hey, it's like we hurt to hurt to love. I don't. It's just weird. Um, so I would hear her, and she, he'd be like, you know, oh, and he'd do it to the girls, and I just noticed he was, oh, you know, he just compliment her, you know, him, his son, and her, like, oh, oh, you look beautiful. Oh, you did great today. Oh, you're, I'm so proud of you. And she's thirty something or twenty thirties, you know, as we're getting older, years old, and I'm hearing this, and it doesn't stop. And that's just a product of this environment you're raised with so if you're getting love from the cradle to an adulthood it, it doesn't go away it, you're you're gonna have less fear right. because you're gonna be like yo i've got the support system i've told i can be anything i'm i'm hearing you know even my dad to this day is telling me just beautiful things about me and the, encouraging me and i'm like wow you know when we give it we give it we give tough love so when now we were serious we're like so it's hard to take someone serious when they've been breaking you down with jokes, cheering you in the inside mentally. You're like, oh, you know, and they're like, no, I'm proud of you. I love you. And you're like, no, it's like a psych. Like, nah, you, nah, man, you've always made fun of me. There's right, no way. Right. You're not. Yeah, you're not. You serious. don't love me. Nah, right. I love you. Because I love I make funny because I love you because I see the thing. But why don't you just tell me you love me? You know, so it's hard to take that. So that's one of the things we miss. We're missing a lot in this community. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. But I. I I don't know if I'm fully on board, and the reason I say that is because yeah. you live in a household that you've got two examples, right? They shared the same parents, right? Mm-hmm. You say that he was fearless, yeah. whereas, you know what, his sister's cautious. They were raised in the same household with Very the true. same approach. I think sometimes it just comes down to the personality type and how you're wired. I mean, you can have eight kids, and every kid is going to be different, even though you give them the same amount of That's attention. That's true. And love, but I do agree with you. I think it's common for us to lead with sarcasm yeah. and jokes. And it is. It's viewed as a sign of love, but I think sometimes it can go too far. Yeah. You know what? It, well, you know what? It doesn't have a it doesn't have a good balance sometimes. It's like eighty percent jokes and sarcasm, which is cool, and twenty percent like just raw truth, yeah. you know, and, and I think the balance is off. And, and like you said, I can attest, we grew up in similar households yes. where you lead with jokes, you lead with sarcasm, and you know, yep. like, you know it's it's coming from a place of love, but sometimes it's okay to just be like, look, man, you know, you did a good job. I'm proud exactly. of you. Exactly. Like, like, that was awesome. Like, right. in our household, yeah. we, didn't, we didn't really get hugs, or it wasn't no affection, or parent, my parents didn't say, I love you, but I knew yeah. they loved me. But now with my kids... You I'm say o- I'm over affectionate. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. I'm hugging them. I'm loving them. Loving yeah. on them. Kissing them. You know, on their foreheads and saying, "Hey, man, I love you. You're you're an amazing kid. You make you know you make me proud to be your father mm. because I didn't get that when I was a kid. Yeah. So I but at the same time I do give them tough love. But 
I have that balance because yeah. I know you need to have you kind of need to have both. Absolutely. So, uh, it, it it does depend on the household as well. Yeah, like what I you think, said. I think that tough love also uh, stems from just the history of minorities in general, right? <laughs> like you, you know, you go back in time. You need to have <laughs> tougher skin to deal with some of the things you had to deal with. On yeah, I think, it, I think you're going back to 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 uh, slavery and stuff, right? I mean. I, I, Shoot, we could go yeah. back thirty years. We could go back twenty. Yeah, years, well, yeah. You know talking about you talking about civil rights, slavery, yeah, but everything, like, everything's coming from yeah I, I slavery. Remember, I remember, like in our day, if you go to like so and so house, your parents would give them permission to whoop you too. Like, oh yeah, like yeah, if you going over so and so house, yeah. hey, you can whoop Lil Raymond and Andre if you need to. All right, I don't, you know, do do what you got to do. Okay, because yeah. they get out of line, they can you, you can smack that. You know what? You yeah. know, that's yeah. I, I, I just read about that in, in textbooks, right? But yeah, <laughs> but I'm glad I've got a person with a first point of view. Wait, our, our community, we do need to do a better job of leading. Sarcasm. Gotcha. Gotcha. There's that sarcasm. Oh, no, that means, hey, man, I'm just giving love, man. Love, bruh. What are you saying, Jeff? I'm sorry, no, man. You're spot on to our community. We need to do a better job leading with love or, or creating a better balance and, you know, creating that toughness all the while being able to, to, to show that tenderness and that affection. Yeah, absolutely. Well said, man. We definitely need to work on that. Yeah. Definitely um, need to work on that. <laughs> We're actually going to take a break for the next segment, man. <laughs> While Raymond recovers. And I'm going to pull up that textbook. I think, it, I think I was in, um, I think I was in middle school when I saw it though. <laughs> Got Raymond's face on the inside. <laughs> Little Ray Ray, Ray Ray Jr. Ray Ray Jr. <laughs> we'll be back. So, my father, there's no doubt in my mind that he loved me. This man, I've seen him work hours and do things to support our family that even to this day, as a grown man with my own kids, I marvel at, right? But, right. you know, as far as being touchy feely, it's not really him. It you know wasn't my saying? father either. Exactly. You know, and even my mother, who is is more so on the tender side mm-hmm. and more affectionate and let me know, you know, she'll give me them strong life lessons when I'm moving left. Um, and at the same time, you know, sing praises when I'm moving the right way. She wasn't necessarily like super touchy and feely either. I don't know. It might be an island thing. I'm, I'm, I'm not entirely sure. But that could you know, be true. Yeah. You know, it, it, it could. And, and again, like many things, you learn where you grow. So keeping in mind the, the, the situation our parents came up in, you know what? They probably received more of the same. So it always comes down to just like exactly. trying to break that cycle, yeah. recognizing where we could do better. And, you know, you're, 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 you're continually building um, in your kids to give them what, you know, we didn't have. Especially, like, my parents. They grew up in a household. They both, my mom and my dad, they both had families of 10 kids. Oh, wow. Wow. And in, in, in uh, small houses of, like, maybe two, three bedrooms. Oh, wow. So, for them, it was definitely tough as far as uh, not enough money, not enough love to go around for them. So mm-hmm. And they felt like they turned out okay. Yeah. So as they got their families, yeah, they were like, "Well, my parents didn't give me this." More so the same. More, more <laughs> the same. Wow. <laughs> you'll be yeah. okay. Right. Work. Work. You'll, look at me. It you'll be all right for me. Right. Well, yeah. Well, that address happened to be twenty three hundred Jackson Street. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. Oh no. Oh, I'm just saying. I don't know, bro. You a Jackson? Didn't tell nobody. Joe, you gonna kill him, Joe? <laughs> don't kill him, Joe. Yo, raise the raise the kid that got kicked out. <laughs>
Get him, get him, get him, Joe. Oh. Kicked out again. Who was it? Uh, was it? Oh, Rain, 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 No, no, it's uh, about the the girl. Reina, no, Reina, Reina, Reina. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, <sighs> Ray knows it was his sister. You know what? <laughs> I, leave I can never tell. No, no, it was Reina, Reina. No, Joe, Joe listening to this conversation. So, right. you know, <laughs> <laughs> Ray, Re, oh man, Reina, Reina. I think it's Reina. Reina, yeah, right. yeah, I think it's Reina. Speaking of things, y'all know that I might have talked talked about this later. I mean, before before COVID, where uh, I figured out that maybe. Possibly my father isn't my father. No. You never said this. No. No. <laughs> no. Maybe you meant to have that conversation. But maybe know. you had it here. Maybe. Right right in your head, right? Yeah, maybe Because I mean, you a, did not know. Yeah, right? That's a tough conversation. Yeah, brother. Damn. Yeah, it's crazy, right? No. That's how, let's, crazy. That's so if you yeah. don't mind sharing, yeah. I don't know how, how, how did this how did this come, come up? about? And I guess more importantly, like how how are, how are you Dealing, dealing with, with it. that news. Right, so and wait, more importantly, are you strapped by any chance? Do you have any weapons on you? <laughs> no. Okay, cool. I just start patting you down when you start walking in this place, so, bro. So years ago, my mom and her sister had an argument. Okay. okay. And uh, I remember the conversation where, like, something like my mom was like, you, you don't know what you're talking about, or something like that. Mm-hmm. So I asked my mom, I said, what was that all about? Why were y'all arguing? And my mom just said, Brenda is claiming that your dad isn't your dad. And so I didn't never felt that he wasn't my dad. Yeah. So I looked at it, looked at it like, okay, whatever. And I went outside, went to go play. Fast forward, I got older. Um, my dad died. Started doing um, Ancestry.com. Okay. And um, I'm, I'm going through his family tree. My mom's side was easier because I'd always – we always hung around, hung around my mom's side. Okay, we went to all our family events on that side. I yeah. knew all my cousins, my uncles, all that. But his side, when I went to my grandmother's house, it was always weird. We would only go, we would go to her house. We weren't allowed to go outside. We only go to one room. We would always be cramped. It, it never felt like love. It felt cold in there. Like I mean, okay. like just a cold feeling. Like it never felt like family. Okay. But you know, I just never took it like that. Just said, "Okay, this is my grandmother." Yeah, like cold, as in like unwelcomed kind un- of cold. Un- unwelcome. Uh, what? Are, uh, but yeah. when you say rooms, are you talking like flowers in the attic, <laughs> <laughs> bro? You Raymond so, got some so, crazy so, stories, so, 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 hold bro. Up, hold up, yo, this I'm is crazy. Lie, my mind went there because yeah, crazy. Like we would just be so in this one room, we could move. Like, boom. So, you know so it was like sensitive we, So we like walked into the living. You can ask me. I'm I'm nah. I'm living room right, and it was. I just say it was only. Three chairs. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it was like seven of us in the room, so we really couldn't. And they didn't. They didn't want us to go outside, so we kind of had to sit on the floor. All right, it was I'm all just kind of weird, and and like it wasn't kid friendly as well. So you uh, couldn't. Okay, you couldn't really move around. And as a kid, as you're young, you you don't like being. You don't like yeah, you're sitting. Jittery. You're ready to no, ab- absolutely. But right? but have you seen flowers in the attic? <laughs> I have seen that. <laughs> okay. So so uh, as I was doing his. Uh, his ancestry. I started calling his um, his sisters and stuff. Okay, find out my dad's last name is not even Knight. It's like either Love or Davis, and that he was adopted. Oh, right. Okay. Okay. Really weird, right? Just yeah. Stuff yeah. That I didn't know. My father wasn't a talker as well. So then that is your dad. You don't need any any <laughs> DNA test, bro. That's your dad. So so for some reason, 
that conversation or that argument between my sister, I mean, my mom and her sister came up in my head. Okay. So I called. Resonated with you. It, right? it, yeah, it yeah. just it just came back because I remember also when I was playing sports in high school. Yeah. Even in church leagues, my father never came to none of my games, even though I would ask him. Now, he was the type of person where he didn't really – he loved sports, but he never went anywhere to watch okay. sports. Okay. Just right. nev- I mean, we took us to one game like where we see – was he like a homebody? He was. Okay. He was. Mm, but okay. for some reason, it always I always felt like with he he and I, I just never felt like a bond with him for some odd reason. You didn't feel a bond? I did not feel a bond oh, okay. with him. Okay. So um I went to my went to my aunt and asked her about, hey, do you remember that conversation you had with my mother when we were younger about how you said that Big Raymond, that's my father's name, we call him Big Raymond, that he wasn't my dad. Yeah. And she says Little Raymond, um, I didn't want to talk about this with you, but there was this guy that we would always see, or he, he would always, I would see him from time to time, and yeah. he would always ask about you. Not your brother, not your sister. He would always ask about you, mm. about what you're doing, and he always knew little facts about you as far as, like, you were in the Navy, you you married um, uh, you married, you married a, a white woman, you had biracial kids. Mm. And he knew things about you, and he kept tabs on you. But she said she always thought it was odd that he never asked about my brother. Mm. So it just kind of it's kind of felt that way. And she said she would see him like every few years or so. Okay. So I told her I said, "Hey, if you see him again, uh, try to get his number for me so I can get in contact with him." Yeah. Okay. So COVID happened. Uh, my aunt wasn't. I, I was calling her like once a month, and then all of a sudden. Um, she stopped answering my phone calls. Oh no! So yeah. she did call me, yeah. but she called me when my sister had died. Remember mm-hmm. that? Remember my sister mm-hmm. died? Yeah. She called me then. I'm sorry, man. It's it's okay. Um, you know, things happen. But so I wanted to ask her about him then, but I didn't. Yeah. But one day out of the blue, she called me. She says, "Hey, little Raymond, I ran into so and so at the driver license place." So she got her, got his number. Yeah. And I called him. Okay. And we talked and um um. He was talking about his life and this and that and that. Yeah, he kept tabs on me. I just that's said, crazy. How do you even broach that? So, so look, I just said, I said uh, his name is his name is uh, Robert Malone. So I said, I said, Mister Malone, do you think that you are my father? Yeah. And he says, <laughs> he says, well, your mom, your mother never said that I was. And I said to him, I, I said this in my mind. I said, well, she never told you that I wasn't. And you kept tabs on me, but I just said, okay. I said, in that case, would you would you be open to uh, having a DNA test, you know, to see if you are my father? And he was like, of course. You know, I want to give you what you're searching for. If you feel that you want to take a test or whatever, yeah. I'm, I'm okay with that. Okay. So I haven't gone back to mobility to take that test with him, but I have communicated him, maybe communicated with him maybe once a month or so we talk or we send I'll send him pictures of my family or whatever and yeah. he'll send pictures of himself or whatever. So um Do you think you look like him? I mean, show us a picture. Well I'll tell you right now, bro, I got that D that DNA. Possibly. Possibly. It's possible. But do you guys do you think you have a connection with him? I mean, do you feel a connection or it just feels it just feels awkward? It's it's look, he's seventy four. Okay. So I mean and uh I mean he's I don't know, man. So and, then I asked him this question. I said, um, I said, how many kids, how many other kids do you have? How many biological kids you have? Yeah. And he says, to be honest, he's not even sure. 
Okay, so he's a spreader. Um, <laughs> this is crazy. Um, but listen, he he, he found he a farmer. He definitely has changed his life, though. I mean, he he he's he's no he's no longer a seed spreader. He's no longer a farmer. <laughs> That's good to know. <laughs> that is crazy, um, guys. I didn't know we were going to get into the real life of. Uh, it's about progress, man. It's about growth. That's how we started the show. It's yeah, but it's the, the version of you today better than the version of yesterday's you. And but the, I mean, some things you can't make up for, but yeah. it doesn't mean you can't try. Absolutely. But the question you keep asking me, though, botanist, is, maybe like, botanist I, or farmer. Huh? The question you keep asking me though is, uh, like, do I believe? Do, like, how will I respond or how will I act if if he is my father? And who, I mean, how who do cares? You know, how do you know? You know? Well, it doesn't matter. Hey, I mean, your father is the one that raised you. Exactly. So, so the top one is my 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 father that I knew. Okay. And the bottom is him. Is the other guy? Billy D. Williams is your real father. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. The guy looked like Billy D. Williams. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I gotta. I got, does he have any any newer pictures? I mean, younger pictures of him? Because he's just showing you, like, here, this is me at seven. I know. That's, um, you know what I mean? Like, so I don't know, Ray. I look, 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 smile at <laughs> turn to the side. I don't know. So listen, my my good friend from um, from back in Mobile, she broke it all down. Like she went from like forehead to eyes, yeah. to lips. By her analysis, yeah, he is my father. I gotta but, tell you, that's that's where I'm leaning. Really, and, and, and this sounds crazy because it's not like we're taking a vote or anything. But you know, when I take a look at the two pictures, uh, I feel like uh, I'm looking at your features now, and I'm looking at his. I feel like that, your features tend to favor, favor the bottom his. one. Yeah. Well, we don't know what your mom looks like, so you could favor your mom too. I, I do favor her though. Okay, yeah. that's what I'm saying you can favor her. And I gotta tell you, man, I tip my hat to you because I do too, man. You're energy and calm regarding the whole thing um again there's nothing you can do right but yeah because i I hope that i would have that same poise if i found myself in that situation Uh, and i don't know i mean there's nothing you can do right but it's still like that's crazy no absolutely crazy and i respect you bro but damn bro you got billy d williams as your dad that's amazing bro if i (laughs) if i was the old ray yeah, you um, would what? You guys mad? wouldn't know nothing about this. Like, you wouldn't know. I wouldn't even bring it up. Yeah. But I give you that because, you know, you were, like I said, he's very quiet. So um, the fact that you were just open even about your daughter and stuff, I mean, the fact how you've been so open on this platform speaks volumes to who you're becoming, who you are. And I, I give you kudos for that. Not oh, only, thank not, you. Not you know, that, but you never know how your story may have an impact on someone else that's going through something similar, right? Because true. sometimes when we're going through things, we feel like, man, I'm alone in this struggle. Yeah, and, absolutely. You know, hearing somebody else going through the same thing doesn't necessarily help your situation, but there's there's strength in numbers, and you, you feel know, support. Like you're not alone, right? Mm-hmm. Support, yeah. You know. No, that's awesome. Yeah, exactly. So anyone out there that has lived that lifestyle with flowers in the attic and. <laughs> May have a famous celebrity father or mother. <laughs> Raymond's right here for you, man. Just give him a call, man. Leave a message. I'll put the email. You guys know the bro rants email at Gmail. Come on, man. You guys know where we're at. Uh, <laughs> no, seriously. Uh, that's cool. I mean, you guys are cool with this segment. Moving on. Definitely. Okay, we're going to be back. and We're going to subway into the uh, other segment with man i don't even know you guys are just speaking on stuff nah but uh coke 45 
<laughs> I respect, I respect hey, it. I respect it. It was man. crazy though when I was on the phone with him though. He yeah. was giving me his life about how he found uh, God in his life. I found he, how he found Jesus. And okay. Was, I was like, in my head, yeah, which is kind of crazy. I, in my head, I'm thinking like, I shouldn't even say this, but I'm like, I'm thinking in my head, oh man, I, ain't, I, I wasn't calling to ask you about your life story. I just, wanted, oh. I just wanted to know of you and my father, or not, but. As I listened to his story, I mean, I kind of got where he said he knew his life was pretty wicked. Like he, uh, was doing, like he was living a really crazy and wild life by, yeah. with women and stuff and just, you know, just meeting and yeah. doing his thing. So I kind of felt like he was trying to let me know, like, if he is if he is my father and that he didn't father me in his life or didn't have me in his life, it's because of his lifestyle. Yeah, Which know? is, yeah, which is good. And not only that, I mean, look how your upbringing was without him so you were blessed to have a father that was there i know you know what i mean because uh-huh. it work where could you 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 could have been a somewhat i could have been without a father and been wow. a, a seed yeah. plant uh, a seed spreader you could have <laughs> could have been a planter you could have been a, a botanist or a farmer and look what you turned out to man you're an upstanding guy and only that you took care of you're taking care of kids that aren't even yours i mean and that shows me like, hey, not even knowing, but look, that shows me that you are your father's kid because, look, you you know, you you took the responsibility of children that weren't yours and, and, and adopted. You know what I'm saying? Right. So that's amazing. That's a, You don't even know the legacy left behind by your, I say father because to me, that's your real father, the one that raised you and stood there, test the time. The other guy, hey, man, he was just... He was some. He was just ink in in the in the portrait. <laughs> Appreciate that. Uh, you know what I mean? He's just ink in the portrait. The older we get, is the more. Uh, the older we get, the more I realize that family isn't necessarily family, right? Ah, just, just because preach. we share blood doesn't make us family. Yes. Because ultimately, there are people. You know, I have friends that treat me better than some family. Right. You know what preach. I'm yes. And yeah. so. Yes, that, that that may be the situation that, you know, you were born into or, you know, that may be a blood relative or that may be, yeah. um, as my sister likes to say, um, a sperm donor. But, you know, yeah. your, your real family, you know, those are the people that invest time and love into you. you know right. What I'm saying? So, exactly. Um, and, you know, regardless of what comes out of that situation, like Red said, man, I'm proud of you because you're poised. You know your emotional discipline, your willingness to just open up and share that—that's yeah. very personal. Um, and I mean, you're you're going about it like a champ, and, and you know you're you're definitely you're definitely one to learn from because that's that's not easy. I appreciate that, absolutely, man. As I think about it more, if we think more on a spiritual level, I start thinking—you know—as you get older, you start thinking, okay, if we're spirits and we're souls, and and we go back when we leave this world, especially when you're hit with with loss and stuff like that, especially with these COVID times, right? Pandemic and whatnot. I think you're like, oh, why is this person so wicked and this person so good? Or you can have people in your family and you're like, why do they treat you that way? And you got to factor in, you know, not every, you know, we're all, if we're all spirits, right? And uh, if we have one father, like, okay, we're maybe born into this family as a spirit, right? Right. But not necessarily, we want to have a commitment to this family. You know what I'm saying? So maybe that's why you connect more with someone that's outside of your family because on that level, or, you know, spiritually. Right. You know what I mean? Like, oh, this one treats me better, you know, treats me like more family than my own family because you can have a wicked-ass mom. You can have a wicked father. 
Right. And you're like, I don't get this. You know, if we're some of, if we're speaking on the terms of um, spiritually, like as far as good and evil, some spirits can be from God and some spirits or whatever can be from the devil, right? Mm-hmm. So maybe that's why there's people we we, we we get treated that way because they're not of God or whatever the case may be. Right. I don't know. Just just things I'm thinking like, why is this person so evil? I don't get it. And I started thinking, maybe that's why, because we're, we're just vessels. I mean, this is a vessel. We're a spirit. Mm-hmm. Some of us are good. Some of us are, are not. I mean, I believe that. I believe in your evil. I believe yeah. that. But I think sometimes people or the nature of people is is sometimes just from their life experiences and what they've gone through and what they know. It's like anything, you know. If you pour, you know, kind of circling back to your example, if you pour, you know, love and, you know, nurture, you you nurture something, you stand a good chance that, you know what, that individual, when they grow up, they're going to provide that in return. If you fill someone with anger and hate and you make them think less of themselves and their worth, there's a good chance that when the opportunity presents itself, they're going to invest that into someone else and the people around them, you know. So I do believe in pure evil, but I think a lot of it sometimes is just people's upbringings and and what they've been through and, you know, what they haven't had the good fortune of meeting someone or uh, being in touch with the higher power to help get them back to where they need to be, you know. Yeah, I can can agree to that. I mean, um, I uh, I know – I don't want to say these persons. If you tell me you know the devil, I'm I'm going (laughs) to end this podcast right now. (laughs) I I have a friend of mine. Uh uh, His upbringing was kind of crazy. And um, so as he grew up, I mean, he was doing a lot of crazy stuff where he was like uh, fighting people, always angry. And uh, when he would meet somebody that was nice to him. Yeah. he wouldn't trust him because he couldn't trust his own people. So even when you try to give this person a helping hand or you try to help him out, he would do something to mess it up because he didn't think it was going to last anyway. Mm, okay. So from his upbringing, he was, you know, his parents treated him like he was um, not even their own kid. So wow. with that, I mean, I think he's in jail now because wow. of that. I mean, just – yeah. Basically, what you're saying is, I mean, your upbringing has a lot to do with yeah. your future. I, I didn't even plan this, but um, I hope you guys get a lot of lessons because this one's about to drop. This is this is get you guys for Monday. I hope you enjoy this one. But you guys will get a special Friday because we will be dropping the original content that we planned on dropping. So uh, if you guys have anything to say to these lovely people for the Monday show that they've been missing for about three months now i do uh welcome back to the bro rants podcast thank you for following us and um get ready for more dude 36 percent now are women that follow the show is that right absolutely 36 so we were off the scene for a little minute but just think of us as you know fine wine better in time <laughs> exactly uh what's it not on time but always no never late but always on time uh, I think what he's trying to say is never on schedule, but always on time. <laughs> Something <laughs> like that. Of course I'm saying because I wrote it. Right. I made that shit, bro. <laughs> Unknown, bro. You're welcome, Jeff. Cause I, I think I was like five years old when I said it. I was like, teacher, I'm always late, but I'm always on time.